This is Thoughts and Players. Hello and welcome to level 33 of the Thoughts and Players podcast, the gaming podcast with bold takes and no strings attached. I am Jeremy, here once again with my two compadres. I have David. What up? And I have Corey. I heard a rumor that you're an idiot. Any truth to that? Yeah. And that that's, is a quote from... I, I think you know this one, Jeremy. Come on, you know this one, Jeremy. I don't know this one. Ah, uh, it's from Oblivion. You're fighting in the arena, and the one ah. dude that lets you into the arena, he's a a, a black gentleman. You know, yeah. everybody that you talk to, you can ask for, like, rumors or what's going on. And he just has the perfect response that made me crack up the first time I talked to him. Uh, such a great game, Oblivion. Yeah, it is It is a good game. It was. It was right there. It's... It had much better combat than Morrowind, in my opinion, but it still had a lot of the RPG stuff and, like, depth that Skyrim lost a little bit, so. I mean, to, to me, when you talk about, just real quick, when you talk about Oblivion, to me, the te- the pentacle of goodness of Oblivion is the Dark Brotherhood uh, storyline that you go through. I don't know if you did the Dark Brotherhood mm-hmm. in Oblivion. It's one of the Loved best. It. Now, like, which one is that? Is that where you get the horse at the end? You yeah, you get that the dark horse, the black horse. Yeah, so good, yeah. man. And then uh the Thieves Guild was so good in that one. I don't know if you played yeah. the entire Thieves Guild one, so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great, man. The mission in the Assassins and the Black the, or the Dark Brotherhood where you had to go to a mansion and kill everyone yeah. in the house robbing. Oh, oh my, my god. Ah. Uh, anyway, this is not the Oblivion <laughs> podcast. This is the Thoughts and Players podcast. Oh, is it? Oh, about, okay. Yeah, we talk about video games other than Oblivion. Um, so, uh, yeah, we want to thank everyone for for joining us. Chickens, ducks, hens, ladies, and gentlemen, of course. I'm going to put the animals before the people this time to be progressive. Um, so what we're going to do is, is we're going to get into some news. And, of course, that means we're going to begin with the morning announcements. And... Uh, in this level, we have five items in the announcements. Let's roll through them. News item number one. It has been revealed. Well, two things revealed about the Steam Deck. One is that the uh, the RAM that was in the specs when it originally was released was actually incorrect. Steam Deck actually has more RAM than suspected. I think it was listed with eight when it actually has 16 or something like that, which is very good. But something that's not very good is that the Steam Deck currently is not set up to run um, games like Apex Legends, PUBG, and several other big multiplayer kind of, you know, Battle Royale games by default due to an um, incompatibility between the anti-cheat software in those games and the Steam OS that will be running on the hardware. Guys, David in particular. I mean, David, David, one of the games you play is Apex. I think Overwatch might have been another one of those, but I'm not sure. Is this is this something you need to look out for? Do you think this is something they may solve before they release the Steam Deck? I mean, if if they don't resolve this, I'm saving some major money. 
that's I mean that's very unfortunate because there's a lot of games out there that have anti-cheat software and stuff in them and for that to be one of the things that's not compatible is just confusing to me but yeah I'm I'm definitely gonna make sure I can play the game I play the most on it before I buy it yeah I think uh, I think this is a non-story I think by the time it comes out these games will have found a workaround or a fix to be able to run. You don't launch something like this and then say, hey, all these most played games with the most player base, you can't play this. They just, it, that won't happen. They'll they'll find a way to fix this. Do you think that's going to be a compromise made on Steam's part because they're launching it or a compromise made on the publishers because they decided to use a more invasive or difficult type of anti-cheat for their games? I mean, I don't necessarily know how the anti-cheat cheat works, um, but I would assume it would be Steam coming to them saying, hey, uh, you've got to put out a version that that doesn't have this software or it's modified some way. Yeah. I would think so. I would, I would think this is probably resolved by the time it comes out, but it's something to keep an eye on. Right. Because if you do play one of those games and that's your major game, uh, I mean, it can't go on this. It really, really uh, compromises the value. Oh, yeah. News item number two. Amazon's new MMO called New World is killing some high-end PC graphics cards. That's right. Amazon has a game coming out that they've done successfully. That's news all in, in and of itself. <laughs> but news world new worlds is being released it's this massive mmo kind of um rpg first per all in one type of thing but it's been getting some pretty good reviews it might be their first hit but uh it has been straight bodying some high-end pc graphics cards i believe the one that's been damaging the most are like 3070s um it's been it's 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 almost you're cheating the universe to almost get your hands on one of these things. And the fact that it's an Amazon game that's like bodying it, that's that has to be frustrating. A, a, according, I guess EVGA has come out and said that they're going to replace all the graphics cards that have been killed, I guess, free of charge. Or maybe it's just a charge to repair or something like that. I don't know. But um, guys, what what's what's going on here? What are you thinking about this new worlds with Amazon killing killing PC graphics cards? I mean, like you said, for them to come out with like a good game in itself is amazing, but for it to be killing high end, like I heard it was taking out some 3090s too. And apparently from what I've read and heard is there's no like frame cap rate. Hmm. So the graphic cards are just going and going and that's how they're frying themselves. Yeah. So you have to like manually do it and everything, which I know a lot of people may not even know how to do that. But I, you would think that'd be one of the first things to put in a game. That they they need to resolve this quickly because if they are doing what you said, replacing the get the graphics cards for free or you know a shipping charge or a fixing charge, that I mean they're gonna lose the money they're gonna make off of this game. It's gonna be moot. I'm uh. I'm a little out of my element here, so I'm a little bit confused. So, like, the game does not put a cap on frames, right? And the cards are just going into overdrive as much as they want, correct? Right. Right. That's what's been said, yeah. 
maybe it's not common, but aren't there a lot of games that have uncapped frames? <laughs> like as much as your system can run, they can go. That's a thing, right? Like most games have options, I think. Right, but I yeah. think one of the options is like on cap like it's a that's a term, right? On cap frames. Yeah. I think but it's I think it's a difference between the intensity and how much that it's demanding out of your graphics card. Like it's even if you're saying uncapped, it's just going to run uncapped to a certain point of which is still safe for the operation of your graphics card. So is this like a new world fault or is this like the graphics card fault? Um, it is a, it is new world's fault predominantly. Yes. So Uh, because even if they're going to have, even if they're going to make drivers for it, that would be something that they would send to NVIDIA or someone like that. So that way you could download the driver, install it to your graphics card and it would, it would have that information on it. So I don't know if it's something they would be liable for. Um, because it could be in the EULA somewhere where they, they aren't responsible for stuff like that. But I know that uh, EVGA said they're going to replace graphic cards that have been damaged. So, okay, uh, you know, so people would get some relief, I guess. Okay. Yeah, hopefully. These things aren't cheap. They are not. They are hard to afford, even harder to find. Uh, let's move on to news item number three. Ubisoft announced something. Is that more sexual harassment charges? No, that's a different company for news item number four. Here they announced X Defiant. That's right, X Defiant. A terrible name for a new online shooter. It's basically doing a class-based shooter, right? You think of something akin to like an Overwatch. Ubisoft is doing their version of it. It is Tom Clancy's, I believe. So it has a bunch of different nameless characters from other Tom Clancy games that are in it that you can play as. So you can be a Ghost Recon or you can be a ghost from Ghost Recon. You can be a Division person from the Division. Obviously, you can be someone from uh, Rainbow Six and all of that, all of that, all of that. It's quite colorful. Um... But yeah, this. What do you guys make of this? X Defiant. Did you guys see the announcement? Read up on any? Yeah, I uh, I like the art style. Like you said, it's very colorful. Yeah. Um, me, me and David were talking right before the show. I think a lot of these games fail because the heroes are unique and they're not exciting and they don't really get you to want to play them like Overwatch did. You know, they came out with so many uniquely stylized characters that you wanted to try each of these guys. Like you said, these guys. These guys all look the same. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. some of their armor is different, the color is different, but I can't tell one from the other. So I'm not incentivized to be wanting to keep playing and trying out these different people. I think it'll probably find an audience, you know, with that hardcore people that already play those types of games. But I don't think it's going to draw in anyone that doesn't play Ubisoft games already. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, people that play Overwatch, they, you know, know that most games that try to copy it really don't do that well you know like i know a lot of people compare apex to overwatch but that's more like obviously battle royale just you know the legends have um abilities and stuff and that's why they compare it but being its whole entire entity of a game it that's why it does well but this whole edge defiant thing just looks like it's gonna basically be tom clancy overwatch and i think it's gonna get the player base like Corey said 
and maybe some newer people, but I don't think it's going to last long. But it will be Sam Fisher's, like, he will get in this game at some point because he makes his rounds in all Ubisoft games. So look out for Sam Fisher coming. (laughs) The most confusing thing and the reason why this is, like, patented typical Ubisoft, if you look at this game, the gameplay and all that stuff, right, does it seem tactical? No. From the trailer I watched, no. So if you've ever, like, in the past heard of, like, Tom Clancy's, you would expect it to be tactical in some respect. That is true, yeah. So if you're going to throw Ghost Recon character, which is supposed to be a tactical kind of game, a tactical shooter, Rainbow Six, which is an ultra-realistic tactical shooter, um, you know, The Division, which is supposed to be a somewhat tactical shooter, and you say, okay, hey, we're going to take all these tactical shooter and tactical, you know, Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell, that's espionage, tactical espionage. We're going to throw you guys in this um, hero class shooter. That makes sense, right? No, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this won't get the Ubisoft crowd. I, from your explanation, it looks like they're probably trying to go after that crowd they don't have yet. But those people probably all already have a game they like. Right. And yep. If they want to find people or heroes, specific personalities to get invested in, this game isn't going to have any. Right. Yeah. I was actually thinking when you said, yeah, it may be just for Ubisoft fans. I've never heard that phrase before. So. (laughs) (laughs) Until just now. I've never heard of a Ubisoft fan. I I mean, I haven't really. Um. It would be cool if they put Ezio in there, but that's not Tom Clancy. I was just about to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Raymond? Uh, you know what? I'd be that something. That that's would draw something. me in. Yeah, exactly. Is it, is it free? Is it free to play? I would assume so. Okay. I would assume they're, they're kind of following the Apex model. Okay. Because, you know, they had no original ideas. Um. <laughs> News item number four, Activision finds itself in a suit over sexual harassment and discrimination. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll admit for myself, I've seen some things on this, um, but I really haven't investigated further into it because I'm, uh, I'm just kind of fatigued. Of, of this being an issue, not just in general, but specifically in the gaming industry. We talked about Ubisoft, which had their thing happen, I think, last year or the year before. We also talked about, or maybe we didn't talk about, but there's also there was also the whole Riot Games thing that happened and went down, and there's still fallout happening from that. Um, I know that the people that a lot of the, the workers at Activision have come together, have said that what they've seen is not enough, and they want more action. Um, Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision, has come out and spoken and apparently support for changing the culture. Of course, they always do. And if you guys know anything about Bobby Kotick, can't trust that guy as far as you can throw him. (laughs) Um, Guys, what's your reaction to this? Your thoughts? Um, Yeah, in regards to Activision and this new sexual harassment assault. Um, suit that's been levied against them. So it's 
it's a lot worse than it sounds because one of the workers actually took their life over it and like i said a lot of the workers have come together like they're doing like a walkout and stuff and the apology letter that was issued to the public they're all appalled at what it said they said they can do way better than that and there's actually a lot of like gamers that are you know not playing activision or blizzard games right now and you know it's I've seen some people, they're like, okay, so what, who cares? I'm not going to stop playing. You know, they just can do them, I guess. But, like, this is this is really getting out of hand. And, you know, apparently this stuff has been going on around there, like, for a long time. And it just, you know, took somebody, you know, jumping over the fence for it to actually have something happen. And that's, you know, very unfortunate. This 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 needs to stop like so many gamer boys are upset they can't find a gamer girlfriend and stuff like that but we find people we find you know the women that are actually interested in it and then we just grill them and do this to them and that i hate it and it just why that's all i got yeah it's well said david um it's pretty disgusting it's really really messed up um jeremy as you said it's i'm fatigued i just want this stuff to get cleared up i don't want to have to talk about this but you know you do have to talk about this because if you don't nothing's going to change i i don't know what can be done you know because they're going to put out statements they're going to try and try to change the culture but uh who knows if it'll work i feel like even though it's not really their issue maybe playstation and xbox do something about it you know, because this will only stop when it hurts the bottom line. And as you said, David, there's there's way too many immature gamers that don't care. You know, this is a joke to them. They'll always continue to play the game. So, you know, it's really up to, to the council makers and like Steam or whoever to really be like, we're not going to uh, have your games on here until you show improvement. It'll never happen because of money, you know, but they really got to take a stand and be like, hey, your games aren't going to be purchasable on our platform. Right. That's, you know, that's actually a pretty great idea. But but it will not happen. Yep. <laughs> there, is, there is zero chance it ever happens. And there's probably almost, there's probably so much legalese tied up into all that. Right. It'd be, right. It'd be, yeah. Um, zero chance. Yeah. I mean, we'll say by both you guys. It's just, like I said, I'm I'm fatigued of it, but I'm kind of, I have the privilege of being fatigued by it from a distance. If you happen to be um, a female, a woman in the workplace and then in a workplace like a lot of these gaming companies that seem to have this kind of frat boy culture that goes around and and allows this stuff to partake, uh, you know, you're you're tired of it on more than just one level. So um, and so, yeah, it, it, it needs to stop. The people who are doing this needs to be held accountable companies that allow this to happen need to be held accountable and so this suit may do something but i'm sure um that the industry at at large will continue to kind of just say this is bad this is bad let's keep going i mean i don't know maybe if there was a you know woman's lives matter type of thing happening then they could you know act like they really care uh, but that's not the case. So we're going to move on to news item number five, uh, which is 
news of a remake from One Electronic Arts. They have announced a remake of the sci-fi horror game Dead Space. This was originally developed a long time ago by Visceral, headed by Amy Hennig, um, a very prolific woman in the gaming industry. Uh, and EA bought the developer, and then as they do with all developers, <laughs> they bagged him. Uh, but it is being remade. Little details were offered besides that, but a lot of people are pumped up because Dead Space, at least the first one for sure, is a highly revered game in the pantheon of the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Guys, I don't know what your experiences are with the first Dead Space. Um, what's your hype level for this, or do you even care? Uh, I'm actually kind of interested. I didn't play the original three at all. I know my youngest brother was really into them, and seeing it come back around, I think I might at least pick up the first one and see what it's all about this time. It seems interesting enough. Those games are too scary. <laughs> I agree. They are, they are so frightening. 100%. I, 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 I definitely okay. bought Dead definitely Space 1. I at least play the first one now. I definitely bought Dead Space 1, and uh, yeah, way too scary. Could not handle it. So uh, I'm happy to hear it. You know, um, there's definitely fans of this game, and they get to play a remake. Hopefully, it leads to future games, you know, a new Dead Space forum. Uh, EA. EA's doing kind of good lately. Jeremy, props for them or no? No. I mean, they made Jedi Fallen Order. They made Rogue Squadron. Uh, they made. They're making this. No microtransactions in any of those games. Not, not right. even a little. No. Not even a little. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> a right. dead clock is right. A dead clock is right. A dead clock is right in one day. Twice a day. Wasn't built in a day. A dead clock wasn't built. All right. So that ends. Our morning announcements. Uh, let us know what you thought about those new stories. We're going to move on to the round table where we have a singular topic of discussion that we discuss. And um, I believe it was last level we did three games we would bring with us on a desert aisle. Um, I'll admit I kind of put this one out there for for this level it i think it may be a little too on brand for me but i am very interested to hear all of our takes on this and our roundtable discussion is three game franchises we wish never existed that means yeah that means if we had the if we had the abilities to go bewitch and just 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 twinkle our nose twinkle our nose and make three game franchises disappear off the face of the earth. These would be the three that we chose. Um, now, of course, since I came up with this uh, this topic, I'll go last. Oh. Uh, uh, That's neat. Yeah, exactly. How convenient. Um, so, so who would like to go first? Who would like to go first and give me the game franchise they wish never existed? I am very, very eager to hear your guys' uh, your guys' takes. I will go first okay. because I think I'm going to take one of yours. Okay. Ooh. Okay. And it is Perfect Dark. It's not one of mine, but you know what? I'm Ooh. right there with you. Oh. I'm in the passenger seat with you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I just – because it's on Game Pass and, you know, 
people would agree with it or not. I, you know, my son's been playing it a little bit, so it's not like I haven't seen it in forever. But mm-hmm. just, just still seeing it, seeing like the objectives and whatever, it's just, it just reminds me of just a really, really bad golden eye. And I know you don't like the game at all, anyways, Jeremy. But like it, and then they try to continue it, and it's just, it's, it's so bad. It is. Just get, just get rid of it. It is, and it has no point. Yes. Um, Who's going next? Tor- I, I'll go. Yeah, I'm going next. Uh, I just want to say before we even be, before I begin my list, uh, I love all video games. This was extremely difficult for me because why? Yeah. Uh, all right, you, gonna, you pass the why, fist. Why? Why would I want to get rid of a franchise that I know other people enjoy? There's fans of Perfect Dark. Some people's favorite game of all time is Perfect Dark. I'm sure Good of for it. them. So Good why <laughs> would I want to deprive them of that? I don't. Listen, so you'll understand so I, later. I'm going into this with not happiness, the opposite of happiness. Okay, I don't like what I'm doing right now, but I do have a very good first one, um, and for good reasons. The first game on my list that I would have erased uh, the franchise is Farmville. Farmville is notorious That's for being one. being the start of microtransactions. They had you pay to be able to get your crops earlier or get more crops. And it led to just this downward spiral of more games implementing it. And you know what? Microtransactions would have became a thing no matter what. It would have. Eventually someone would have tried it. But Farmville was the one that started it. So I would erase Farmville from existence. Mm. And there is a Farmville 2 in case we needed like multiple games in a franchise i don't know if farmville by itself counts but there is two so okay okay yeah you need to have for the be a franchise all right yeah there is there was some covered okay cool cool uh yeah my first game um is pretty it's pretty easy for me i don't know if it may be a hot take to you guys but it's pretty easy to me that's fifa i wish that game (laughs) that game franchise never existed um there's other soccer games if you're like well that's the only soccer game it's not there's other soccer games that are just as good, if not better, and far less predatory. EA's um, past and current practice and microtransactions is based on their success in the FIFA franchise. So you get rid of that, you may have a slightly less predatory EA, and you may have better uh, better competitiveness within the the soccer sphere because you know you have more people that may be been able to bring a game or two in there and compete. Um, Stories have always been trash. The gameplay isn't even that great to begin with. Yeah, I understand that Snoop Dogg likes it. Good for him. Uh, Snoop Dogg can smoke weed and like some other game. All right, we're getting rid of FIFA. That's my first one on my list. Not a bad pick. You could also probably insert Madden in this spot if you wanted to. Nah, I can't do that. You like Madden too much. No, it's it's too it's too it's too more it's much more integral to the video game health of the sport if that makes sense barely okay i'm upset with that because that's my second one oh which one fifa madden okay madden because go for it that has just taken over the whole football world i know there there wasn't their college football at one point Mm -hmm. okay so they haven't made that in forever right but that that was a that's that's a different a different issue though but okay but yeah there's also no like blitz, no NFL street. 
you know, mm-hmm. like there's none of these like really good football games. We have this bland. There's always issues with it. Just repeated. Just put it on a new skin kind of thing. Like I just. It's I don't know. I guess you could say any sports game, to be honest. It's just the new players for every year. But like Madden just kind of killed everything. So if there wasn't a Madden, would there be the college? Would there be NFL Blitz? Maybe not. I don't know. But it's worth a shot because I'd rather have more NFL streets. That's that's my number two. Great reasoning for that one. You know, they've yeah. taken over football. They just, and they, they just took they it over. And, and they don't nothing. let anyone else play. That's all hopefully about to change. Hopefully. Right. So my number two. Um, there's a famous quote. It is better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. And to that, I say, F that. People who have played the Half-Life series are invested. They really love this series. They're all into it. Half-Life 1, amazing. Half-Life 2, amazing. Half-Life 2, episode 1, episode 2. Where's Half-Life 3? They've been hanging on for over a decade. It may never get made. So I'm just going to erase that franchise so they never have to anticipate Half-Life 3 because it's not coming out. It's not being made. They will never get that closure. And you need that closure. So I'm just going to erase it for them. Thank you. God bless. It's actually generous. Yeah, I'm helping. Now, what would that do to Valve as a company and Steam? I haven't thought about those repercussions. You know, I'm going back in time <laughs> and changing things, which I don't know what will happen. You know, we might never have Steam without Half-Life, but, you know, that's something I'm willing to risk. It's a terrible decision, uh, <laughs> but, but, I, but I respect it. I respect yeah. it. Um, my, yeah, my, my, uh, number two, I feel like, again, not, not much of a hot take. Um, the stuntman series, what do you even do? Um, you came out <laughs> with the game where it's supposed to be fun to be a movie stuntman driver. And then you went crazy and get started adding a bunch of other stuff that wasn't good. Nothing else that you, that, 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 that franchise has is good. It's, it's contributed literally nothing. Literally nothing. Yet for a while, you saw everywhere stuntman ignition and and all these. And it was everywhere. And and now it's not. Why? Because the game's blue, and they always blue. And I wish that that game never existed, so that that way maybe that component was integrated into Need for Speed, and Need for Speed wouldn't have died the way it died. Okay, so stuntman. I wish I wish I never knew you. Yikes. Yeah, that's fair. Isn't that the one where you could like fling your body out of the windshield and see how far you can throw it? No, is that a different game? That sounds like a way better game. <laughs> I don't know what game that was. Yeah, that, that sounds a, like that is a memory. That sounds, sounds like, like Burnout. But Burnout didn't that let was you like do that. I don't eighteen think. years ago. Uh, I was like a teenager. That sounds I, like Saints I, Row. I know it's not that one. It's not because that's it is it's like insurance yeah, like that, fraud. <laughs> that, like, that was the point of one of the games. Oh, okay. Was, was it just, burnout? It, I don't know. Mm. It might have been. Okay. I feel like burnout. They're known for all its crashes. You know, it has like mini games based on crashes. So yeah, it, I, yeah, yeah. It definitely wasn't the the sole like purpose of the game. Right. It was like one of the mini games. 
So that actually might be it. Okay, so my third one was hard because I want to go with two games that I did put a lot of time into, one more than the other, and I guess I'll give honorable mention. I was going to say the Call of Duty franchise. I have put probably 10,000 hours into that series, but just the way it's become and what they've done with it, I'd rather maybe not have it at all. And that's actually, like, Call of Duty 4 is what got me addicted to prestiging and leveling up and getting gold items and this and that and the other. Would I still be doing that now? Yeah, maybe. But maybe way later in life. But the number three is, you guys really got to stop this, is the Need for Speed series. Because there's nothing I loved than Underground 2. And it's such a good soundtrack, such a good gameplay you know it just visuals was good for what it was worth at the time but just all this you know like most wanted and i don't even remember the other names of the other ones they destroyed that more than what cods destroyed of itself and that's why i have to go with the need for speed series that hurts I can respect it i can respect it <laughs> All right, so you guys ever see those, like, Dungeons and Dragon things where it's, like, chaotic good, chaotic neutral, and chaotic evil? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling chaotic evil right now. Don't know why. I couldn't think of a third game. Uh, I-, I could. There was a lot of franchises I thought about, but nothing I wanted to get rid of. So I actually have two games here. I'm actually going to put it on a Twitter poll, and that will be the game that gets erased. My two games are <laughs> Resident Evil franchise... Get get out of here. And the Civilization franchise. Okay. Easy. Easy. I, I want one of you to hurt. I don't care which. I'm going to throw it up to Twitter, and one of you guys will lose your precious franchise forever. You'll never okay. even know it existed. Okay. So okay. there you go. On the Twitter. Do I like Resident Evil? Sure. Think it's a fun franchise. I won't miss it that badly. Do I like Civilization? Yeah. Revolution was amazing. See ya. It's up to you, Twitter. That's okay. that that is that's more it's, like lawful it's, evil. It's, is it lawful? Like that's planned. So? That's planned devastation. Uh premeditated. Okay, yeah. yeah, lawful evil. I'm feeling lawful evil today then. That's the worst of them all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very very vindictive third choice by Corey yes. there. Um my third game, I don't think it's a surprise. I think maybe is everyone it? expected this to is be the it? first game that I said. Yep. It's Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's there's no reason for this game franchise to exist. The idea that, hey, let me swim around as a dolphin was a game idea that someone said, hey, yeah, that's cool. Let's make five of them, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense. If you If you got rid of Echo the Dolphin, you would lose literally nothing. Literally nothing would be lost. Um, so, yes, obviously – Get rid of Echo the Dolphin. I I banish it out of existence. Never existed. Just get it out of here. It doesn't need to be a thing at all. Never should have in the first place. And it won't be in my world now. So that is my third game franchise. I wish never existed. Oceans Uh, are now polluted. The world is destroyed. We're in a wasteland. Thanks, Jeremy. Like that's not happening anyway. (laughs) That's literally (laughs) what life is right now. Yeah, years later. <laughs> no, no. So, yeah. So, uh, that's our three game franchises we wish never existed. Let us know. 
which game franchise you wish never existed. I did almost go, if I went a little bit chaotic, that like if I really embraced the dark side of me, I, one of my choices would have been Final Fantasy, but I decided not to do it. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Um, that, so, not really. Yeah, totally fair. <laughs> They've got like um, three good ones, and there's 20 of them. Exactly. Oh, don't even get me started. So we're going to move on to quick fire. Uh, quick fire is where we talk about one, two, sometimes three games we've been playing. Like you give them a little quick highlight shout out. So for quick fire, I went last on the la- on round table. I'll go first on this one. Knock it out. I finished a way out. It's a very very good co-op game that gets very evil towards the end in a very good way that I enjoy. Uh, so I played that. I put in about. I want to say five to six hours in Farming Simulator 19. And I have no idea what happened. (laughs) Uh, So I played that. And uh, I played a little bit of Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance. And I played a little bit of it because I started to play the first level. And I got so angry that I just stopped playing it. Uh, so that's so that's what's been my quick fires, David. What have been your quick fires? Thank you for keeping your word, by the way, and playing that game. Yeah, it makes makes me personally feel better. Respectful. Yes. Yeah. Um, mine are the same. God darn three. That's my quick fire. What about you, that's Corey? It. That's it. That is it. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> yes, I'm playing Guilty Gear Strive again. You know, my goal is to be the number one ranked player in the entire world. Uh, I did find my main character, which is always good in a fighting game. You know, I got a guy I really like. Uh, his name is Chip. He's a Godspeed ninja. Um, and they do something interesting where you're playing online. They they base it on floors. So you have like one through ten. And then there's a heaven after ten. So I started off on four floor. Floor four. And after countless hours of playing, I am now on floor four. So um, the grind is is real. I'm not good. But that's okay. I'm having fun. Um, and I've also been playing Pokemon Unite, the MOBA game that uh, stars Pokemon characters. And I'm I'm loving it. Like, I've always been really interested in League of Legends. I'm just not a PC player. So to play a MOBA on consoles, it works really well. Um, it's simple enough that you can really do everything with the buttons that are on the Switch. Um, and I'm just having a really good time. And it helps that it's Pokemon characters and I know them. So, fun game. Definitely. Is that I mean, a... F- is that a... F- free download on that's Switch? free yep free um i think it probably does the same thing as league of legends you can buy coins to unlock uh the other heroes or pokemon in this case but uh yeah. i think i have five unlocked and i haven't been playing very long just a couple hours so and it seems like they give you a decent amount of coins so you can buy um more of them nice cool 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 well that is our quick fire which means we're going to take a quick break And when we come back, we will be back with Was It Worth It? This level of the Thoughts and Players podcast was made possible by your support. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to like, rate, and share the show, as well as contribute to our community questions and segments. Doing so helps the show grow, keeps our content engaging, and most importantly, makes sure your voice is heard. Thanks for tuning in. And now, back to the show. And we are back with Thoughts Players Podcast, and we are going to go to your favorite segment, my favorite segment, all of our favorite segment, the Was It Worth It? 
And today, we're going to take it away with Jeremy. What game are we doing today? Well, uh, David, thanks for having me here. Um, of course, I know, of course. I know before we've talked about games, I think we mentioned before in previous levels, games we kind of had in the stash that we wanted to talk about. And I believe we might have mentioned this game. So uh, it is called Frost Punk. Uh, it is a survival city building game developed and published by 11 bit studios um it's been out for a few years but they recently this year i believe in february brought it to mac os the place where no one plays games but they said hey you seven gamers on mac here you go so um it's also got like a bunch of recent dlc too but yeah talking Frostpunk, yo you said they're coming out with a newer one soon uh dlc they come out with i think they released some um maybe back a couple of months ago uh that adds like different scenarios to the to the game that you can play through okay yeah all right let's work work our way through the different areas of the game so start with the visuals visuals so this game i think was developed in 2017 2018 uh, but visuals is absolutely amazing. This game is beautiful. Uh, it's it's kind of like this volcanic post-apocalyptic winters where everything is cold and frozen, which makes certain things like when you're fire, when you're using fire or smoke, the particle effects from that they're so dramatic in contrast with everything. Um, so the art of the game is absolutely incredible. The atmosphere that they have in it is incredible, and the visual fidelity of it. It's great. It's just a great looking game through and through. I just want to make a comment that that is very hard for you to come by and say that. Most games that even Corey and I agree with, you're like, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, for you, I to, mean, say, for you to say that, that's that must be high quality. I mean, to to have like, so there's I forgot what it's, I forgot what it's technically called, but it's basically this core at the at the core of the where you're building your city or something, and that has this whole just this this stack of heat that's basically what powers and heats everything else in your in your town and the way that you know dramatically differs between what's going on everything else is covered in ice and snow and it's just absolutely beautiful the way they contrast everything yeah all right well that great sound off how about the sound and music sound and music is also very good uh, it does a really good job of, again, when you're hearing the music, it has this very subtle but, you know, daunting kind of tone to it. Like, you're working towards something, but you know that there's going to be we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. The music really conveys that really well. The sound as well, when you hear the narrator or the speaker talking, the tone he emits when he's speaking, he's sounding like someone that is having to survive this volcanic this vol, you know ice winter essentially right this kind of voice of desperation and of of like tiredness is just having to work constantly just to survive um so the music isn't overpowering there's not a lot of it or at least it's not very overbearing but it just gives you some nice subtle notes to go along with the game so that you know it, it keeps everything together essentially awesome 
So two for two, that's very, very uh, positive reinforcements. So the story has to be good, right? Let me tell you something. This game's um, strength is the story. So the game is at least the, I want to say like the main standard edition. You're given three scenarios, right? There's a new home. The arcs and the refugees, I believe, are the uh, scenarios. And I've played two. I played a new home and I played the arcs. Um, so the story is basically this is like in the 1800s, uh, volcanic winter. You're trying to lead a group of refugees or a group of explorers. You have to you have to feed them and you have to, uh, um, you know, come up with different scenarios to to prolong their life. The way the story works is that essentially there are really no good decisions, even though there there may be, right? For every decision you make, whether it's, hey, do I, we have enough resources to build a child care center or we have enough resources to build, um, you know, a kind of health or medical center, like a clinic, right? And if we build the clinic, then... That means we can care for people who get wounded a lot better, but then the children aren't educated and we don't have enough sciences for resources. And, or we built a child care center, but then that means people who become injured at a higher risk of it being fatal or of them being maimed or disabled, right? So it's like, huh, I got to pick what best fits the vision I want to build for the town and less of whether it's just a binary good or bad. That's most of the decisions that are in this game. So as the game progresses, and you may not be interacting directly with, let's say, a certain or specific person, but everyone is, is experiencing the consequences of your decisions, and that gets you invested in the in the town and as in everyone as a whole, right? So that's kind of how the story progresses. There's different aspects of it with like small little missions where you send guys out for exploring and they might stumble upon an, uh, stumble upon an abandoned camp or something. And there may be a tidbit of a story there that you can dig further into. But that's mostly it, is that you're kind of building the story based upon these decisions you're making for the town. That, that sounds rough. It's really but rough. That's, that's, it, but it, it's so... It's also intimate. Like you said, the longer you yeah. play the game, the more you get with the people and the harder the decisions are going to be. You know, there's no right or wrong, like you said. But doing all of this, and, you know, I know with, like, DLC, there's always some issues usually, but has there been any technical difficulties with this game? For me, there hasn't. I played this game both through um, Steam when it originally not long after it came out and i also played it through xbox game pass both on pc i believe you can also play it on console i don't know what the console experience is like but for me on pc both times i didn't have any issues with it that's yeah. actually surprising but that's great yeah through two different uh two different i guess what would you call them like launch installers or launchers essentially yeah yeah because I know, like, you know, you guys know I play a lot of multiplayer games, and when there's DLC and stuff, there's always issues. So to hear there haven't been any issues for you is amazing. And the last but not least, the gameplay. How has that been? Uh, this is strength number two for it, man. 
is the gameplay uh, is great. It is difficult. This is a hard game. So not only is the story rough, but the gameplay and the difficulty is rough. The You have to make sure you're making decisions in a timely manner. You have to make sure you're, you're planning things out correctly. So, like, for instance, one I remember most vividly is a new home. Is It's a scenario where you first get started, and it's like, okay, well, in order for us to, you know, make sure we have enough coal to keep things warm, we got to go mine coal. So then you send... You, you may have like 30 able-bodied people. So you send 15 of them out. And so you send them out. You don't have enough resources. They're out there in the cold. They can only be out there for so long. They can only work for so long, right? Um, when they go out there, there's risk of hypothermia and all different stuff like that that you have to account for. So you're having to constantly manage your town, the population, the resources, and then all within the elements, right? There's 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 this one gameplay mechanic in the game where there's winter and then there's varying degrees of winter. <laughs> so when it gets to the absolute coldest, you can't send anyone out to do anything as they just get bodied by the cold. So you have to keep keep up with when the when the temperature is going to change like the weather essentially so that you know okay on this during these two three days we can't do any work outside of the center because it's going to be too cold so we need to gain an access of coal or if you need steel then you have to basically strip it from parts that are out there in the world and bring it back we got to get all this stuff we got to prioritize this before we do stuff that's further closer to the city because there we can survive out there we can't um, so you have to keep up with all these things. It's added layers of complexity upon the already somewhat complex game mechanics of a city builder. And that's what's uh, really great about it. So the gameplay, the gameplay is, is aces, man. Okay, so down to the bottom line question, and I'm going to be very surprised <laughs> if it's a two-letter word, but was Frostpunk worth it? Um well let's see. see. When 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 I well let's see, when I got it, <laughs> when I got it, um it was thirty dollars, I believe. Uh so right now, if you go to buy it, it is it's thirty dollars. That's on Steam, or if you try to buy it anywhere else. If you are someone that really enjoys city builders or management games, this is a 100% worth it. Because you just get a brand new experience within this genre that feels so stagnant, right? Um, a, lot of, a lot of people, when they think about city builders, they're thinking about city skylines or something like that. And this adds such a different approach and feel to it all, which is great. The reason I say if you're into that is because this game is difficult. Right. It reminds me of another city building game that came out a while ago called Banished. And Banished had the same MO for being really difficult. So if you're someone that's looking for a more casual city building experience, this may not be the game you want because you're going to get frustrated because you're going to be like, what the heck? I was just doing it. And now all of a sudden everybody's frozen. Exactly. But if you're someone that really enjoys city building management, you're looking for a different feel or a bit more of a challenge. I say go Frostpunked. Um, it's on sale pretty regularly, so it's usually on sale for maybe twenty or fifteen dollars. But even at thirty, it's worth it. You're getting so much game. You're getting such a great experience. It's a single player video game, you know. 
Um, and 11-Bit Studios did a great job with developing this game. And they're still coming out with content with it. Uh, like I said, it just came to Mac, so you can play it almost pretty much everywhere. I don't know if there's if it's on PlayStation, but I know it's on PC, Xbox, Mac. Get it if you if, if that's your thing. Yeah. Wow, that's hear you about praise a game. It's insane and <laughs> quite quite honestly, it's 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 relieving, breathtaking. But with that, yeah. the was it worth it? We're going to move on to a new segment that we were not told anything about because he likes to be a little secret secret. Uh, I'm going to give this to Corey. Corey, take it away. It's uh, it's game time, boys. So, um, yeah, it's not a big secret. The title of the game is called Poorly Explained Video Games. So I have a list of 11 games that are going to be poorly explained to you, and you have to guess what the game is. Now, um, we're going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to let David go first, and he's going to pick a number one out of 11. And then I will tell you how the game is played or what the story is, and you get a chance to guess. If you guess it right, hey, you get a point. If you guess it wrong, Jeremy gets a chance. And then it'll go over to Jeremy. Now, if you guys guess correctly every single one, David would win, but he hasn't really won a game. So sorry for the advantage, Jeremy. David gets to pick first. So. Poorly explained video games. David, this is so important because some of these are right up your wheelhouse and some of them are Jeremy's. So guess correctly. One through I, 11. I'm so ready to lose this. I'm going to yes. pick seven. All right, let me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Why didn't you? All right. I don't know. Um, a race of moronic humanoids require round the clock care. You are their caregiver. A race of moronic humanoids requires round-the-clock care. You are their caregiver. And I should mention that some of these are just series. Like, you don't have to get the specific game. But a couple of these are the specific game. So I'll tell you when it's just... Uh, this is a based on a series. The entire series. This yeah, fits. I, I get the whole caretaker thing, but I don't know what... The humanoid would be... Like, uh, I don't know. A race I, I, of moronic I, humanoids yeah. requires round-the-clock care. You are their caregiver. I, don't know, I, I know this is wrong, but civilization. No. Yeah, I Jeremy, do you have a counter guess? It's got to be The Sims. It's The Sims! Yeah. All <laughs> yes. right. One point for Jeremy. So but Jeremy, those are you, humans. Wah-ba-da-wah-ba-wah. <laughs> I, I didn't write these myself, so don't get mad at me. Get game, mad at, like, Games Radar. Um, but, yeah, Jeremy, you are now get to pick. Now, I erased that from the board, so now you just get to pick 1 through 10. So I don't have uh, to remember. It's a little bit easier that way. 1 through 10 now for you. I'm going to go with 6. I could have numbered them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Okay. Animal Cult conspires to keep local human as wage slaves. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> Animal cult conspires to keep local human as wage slave. I have a guess, but I don't think it's uh, right. Country of origin? Country of origin is uh, 
that's that's a joke. That's a unidentified. Joke. That's a joke. Well, I was going to make a joke as well, but then it would have also been a clue, and that's not fair. Oh, okay. Yeah, country of origins. Sometimes they accent spelling bees. Yeah, I know. I was going to make a joke back, but then I'm like, I don't want to give oh, him okay. a clue. Right, right. <laughs> so, cult of like an animal time. cult wage humans. I'm going to go with um um. And this um, is also a franchise, not a specific game. Okay. I'm going to go with Pikmin. That's an excellent guess, but no. Okay. Yeah, my guess is Animal Crossing. And it is correct, David! What? One to one. What? And you have stolen the momentum. You, you're the human. It's, it's a funny, you know, Animal Cult keeps you as a wage slave because you're constantly paying off your debt. It was... Yeah, you're the human in that one. Oh my god. Good gosh. guess. All right, David, one through nine here. All right, nine. Make it easy. Last on you. one. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> a star athlete pursues his abusive father through time. Daddy is a genocidal whale beast. Final Fantasy ten? That is correct. That one was obviously specifically for you. Projects, yeah. That yeah, a star athlete pursues his abusive father through time. Daddy is a genocidal whale beast. Great guess. You are now up two to one. This this oh, might be your my this might be your game right here, Jeremy. A little bit of pressure on you. One through eight. You've got a couple games that are made for you here. So I'm gonna go with five. A group of god-awful actors vie for the worst performance award while staying at a local mansion. This is a specific game. What? Read that again. A group of god-awful actors vie for the worst performance award while staying at a local mansion. David, don't don't say anything, David. You're not on the clock. I know. Um, it's a specific game. Let's see. I'm probably going to have the listeners laugh at me, but what is Vi? Vi, like they uh, fight. Okay. Like let's you're see. vying you're vying for the title. It's the only one that I remember having a mansion thus far. I'm going to go with Resident Evil 8. I cannot give that to you. I'm sorry. You can't so give that to me. So it has to be the original Resident Evil. It's the original Resident Evil. That's oh. correct, David. Okay. Okay. You are now up three to one. And this is looking like it might be his first victory. I, this yeah, is the game he's been it, waiting for. It, one and, uh, through seven, David. Let's go with seven. All right, last one. Grizzled killer escorts vulnerable girl through disorderly garden center. That's way too easy. <laughs> the Last of Us. <laughs> the Last of Us. Pick the last one, Jeremy. It seems to be the right way to go. <laughs> that is four to one, Jeremy. You have you do have a lot of your games up here, Jeremy. You do. All right. I know yeah, I a lot all of them bent towards. Right. He, he really out. has. So it's four to one, Jeremy. Time for an epic comeback here. There's still one, two, three. Four, five, six games. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to go with three. Mm. <laughs> Bloodthirsty teens force local wildlife into servitude. Conduct Animal Fight Club. A series. Bloodthirsty teens. Force wo- local wildlife in the servitude and they conduct an animal fight club. Pokemon. Pokemon, correct. Four to two. Wow. Wow. That I was never a... would have got that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, four to two. David, you're in the driver's seat. You can last you can one. almost lock it up here. So last one again. Last one. Last one is seems to be the uh the good pick, David. Unstoppable super soldier escorts lunatic AI to humanity's most vulnerable hotspots. A franchise. Read that again. Unstoppable super soldier escorts lunatic AI to humanity's most vulnerable hotspots. Wow. Uh, This one I don't know. Take AI. Hot spots. Up four to two. The pressure is on. If yeah. Jeremy steals this and then it's his pick, um, this could be heartbreaking. Do I, I don't know if you do any escorts. Is that is that Borderlands? I know the crazy guy's in there. Steve? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, David. Jeremy uh, has fine. a steal. That's and fine. to make it a four to three game, I'll repeat it. Unstoppable super soldier escorts lunatic AI to humanity's most vulnerable hotspots. It's a series. Um, okay. Uh, we'll see if this works. Halo? It is Halo. It is now four to three. Wow. And what a comeback here. Great guess. So that that was have, your game because I hate that, that was game. that was that was a, a lot of these are Jeremy games left. You know, it just worked out that way. It is four yep. to three. And Jeremy, it is your pick. You have four to go. It's anyone's game. You can tie it up here. There's four left. There's four left. OK, I'll go with two. OK, a savage alien species attacks Earth. Believes in waiting its turn. This is a series? A series, yes. XCOM. Jeremy tied it up. What yeah, a that, that guess. was his game. Wow. I, yeah, no I thought idea. I didn't even think he was gonna get it. I was like, this is a little bit too vague. I don't know if if anyone's gonna get it. So it's now four to four. And I just want to say how impressed I am by you guys that you've actually gotten all of them so far. Mm, so right. uh David. Uh, there's not a left on you not a left uh, a bunch left on you on this board but you can still do this all right the earth's mightiest nations are all founded within earshot of one another they fight okay that has to be civilization it was not oh trans. i'm sorry it that's okay it, it, it would very much work for civilization as well i believe yeah Okay, so what what is the what is the the Earth's Earth's mightiest nations are all founded within earshot of one another. They fight. Uh, 
Earth's mightiest nations are founded in earshot of one another. They fight. Um, is this a series? Yes. Um, Crusader Kings. Another great guess. Uh, this was Age of Empires. Ooh, so we were, we were in the realm. You guys were definitely in the realm. Mm. Right. At, least, at least we know where they were going. And now, uh, Jeremy, it is your pick. Now, it's a very important pick, I do believe. So, It's two left, right? There's two left, one and two. Let's go with number two. Irritating cousin drives man of peace, man of peace relative to murderous crime spree. This, this is a specific game. This is a specific game in a yes. series. Yes. Yes. Irritating cousin drives yeah. man of peace relative. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He knows this. He oh, knows yeah. this. I had this. I had this at irritating cousin. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Four. Grand Theft Auto Four. It is. Oh yeah. Uh, I never five got to that. four. All right. Jamie, you have a chance one. to tie it, which would be just terrible. But you have a tiebreaker, uh, right? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, number one, an ambitious prince crushes hordes of humans into a writhing nightmare ball in order to impress his father. Oh, uh, uh, oh, crap. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word. This uh, is Jeopardy. Cat- you need to. It, it's, it's the Katamari, right? We will give it to him. Katamari. So you guys are now tied. Five to five. Um, it technically does go to Jeremy because it's his next pick. So, Jeremy, I'll just let you pick, let's say, one out of ten right here, and I'll go to the to the game on this part, on this website where I got him. So just, so just pick a number one out of ten. Yeah. Let's go and I'll pick one. the... Okay. Ooh, this one's a tough one. A convicted killer takes a young girl on a hugely dangerous hike. A convicted killer takes a young a young girl on a hugely dangerous dangerous hike. This I don't know. Hugely dangerous hike. Um. Evil Within? No, I'm sorry. David, do you have a guess? I I don't. But Dangerous Hike. Good to kill her. It's, it's very tough, especially if you haven't played it, which I don't think either of you two have. Okay, well that gives my choice away. I mean, I'm maybe sure. you have. I don't I don't know. Well, I'll just say Resident Evil Zero, because he's a convicted killer and she's a younger girl. Right idea. But. It is actually The Walking Dead. Um, uh, uh, yes. So, David, you are up. You want to pick a number real quick? Uh, seven. All right. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, 
Someone's going to win. I just know it. <laughs> Someone's going to win. <laughs> David, a chance to win, I believe, your first game. Yeah. Mutant marsupial, marsupial kills dozens of animals in order to punish reckless scientists for harming animals. What? Mutant marsupial kills dozens of animals in order to punish reckless scientists for harming animals. For the win. I don't know. It's a series. Yeah. Is it? I honestly, I don't know. Alien Invaders. I think that's the name of a game. That's your guess? Yeah. Jeremy, just take the win. Say it again. Mutant marsupial <laughs> kills dozens of animals in order to punish reckless scientists for harming animals. This doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, we need we need a winner. This we need hey, a winner. We, we got we got eight more questions. This doesn't make sense. Um, um, mutant marsupial. It's a mutant. It's a marsupial. Uh, I don't know a lot of marsupials. Um, let's, it kills dozens of animals. Uh, oh, oh, uh, the Sonic? No, I'm sorry. It was the Crash Bandicoot series. Bandicoot is a marsupial. Nonsense. All right. Um, wow. we're just going to go, I'm on the yeah, second just, page now yep, for time. Just, we're just going to go down the list. Uh, yep. Jeremy, you're first to guess. Highly suggestible tourist murders swats of addicts in a swanky undersea fishbowl. Bio, bio uh, shock? Bioshock it is, and Jeremy has taken oh, the game. Finally. He ripped it okay from the heart that. of David. That Oh my gosh. That was fun. You guys yeah. did really well. That was a fun I like that a lot. So... Jeremy, congrats, buddy. What a comeback. Respect a tiebreaker. We'll be talking about this for minutes. Good job. (laughs) Sure will. (laughs) So that was Poorly Explained Video Games. Uh, Maybe next time we'll have a better title. Here's what, you know what? Maybe you just dropped, maybe just dropped video games. Poorly Explained? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that works. I like it. Quick to the point. They know what it's about. Mm-hmm. All right, it's a video game um, podcast. Yeah, let's uh, let's throw it over then for Indie Spotlight. Yeah, for Indie yeah. Spotlight, we are going to throw it over to you. To, to me, I, I just went. Right, but you also have been playing an indie game that you would like to spotlight. So what is that indie game? Yes, so this indie game was Celeste. It was made in 2018 by Maddie Makes Games. Uh, I don't know if anyone... If you guys heard of Celeste, it was very popular. It was nominated for Game of the Year and stuff like that. It's a, it's pretty much a precision platformer. Um, so it's very hard platforming. The nice thing about this game, though, is it has almost instantaneous retries. You die, you're right back to that start of the room, and nothing is too long. You know, like the room is maybe three or four jumps to get through. It's not something where you're playing for 15 minutes, die, have to start over. You're going from room to room, and the platforming is on point. You have total control of your character. You have a dash that you can do in midair. You can grab on the walls. You can wall jump, and all these things are used to such perfection in the game. Uh, 
the, the goal of the game is you're climbing up Mount Celeste and you're trying to reach the top. So you're going through this like snowy environment and along the way you're meeting different characters. Uh, the pixel art looks beautiful. The music is, is gorgeous. Um, the gameplay is outstanding. That's one of the best parts about this game. The other best part is the story. Now for indie games, a lot of times you don't get story. This one is it's not voice actor or anything. You just have the text. And it's kind of like the little Animal Crossing thing where it's like, ma, 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 ma. But it has a, a really well-told story about um, Madeline. Madeline is your main character, and her goal is to climb this mountain. And she's doing it because she's never really followed through on anything, any of her goals. So she set this goal to climb up this mountain, and she's going to do it. And along the way, she's dealing with self-doubt. She's dealing with depression, not thinking she's good enough to do this kind of stuff, anxiety. And you really feel that throughout the game. You know, even though it's pixel art, even though it's my, 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 my type of uh, dialogue, you really get the sense that you're achieving something with her. And she has setbacks. You know, you climb a certain way and you fall back down. And, and it hurts. And you kind of feel that for her because she makes you feel that. And there's also another, like, inner demon in part of her. That's, like, where her anxiety is and her self-doubt. And that's, I guess, the main villain of the game. There's not really a main villain. But, you know, this spirit, Madeline, is kind of like that. And, uh, yeah, just the story mixed with the great platforming. Like I said, it's probably uh, my favorite platformer of all time. Uh, it's a game that deserves to be checked out by everyone, for sure. Even if you're not a huge platformer. I made my brother play this. He fell in love with it. Um, it has a lot of different things you can do. There's a lot of collectibles. You can collect strawberries, and there's really not a reason to collect them. You know, it's just for fun, an extra challenge. You can collect different uh, tracks that can change the music. Once you beat the game, it unlocks like a B track, it's called, with even more levels. Um, I told you about the double jump and the wall climbing. There's even more secret type of um, maneuvers that you can do that you really don't learn throughout the game. If you want to start speed running, I know it's a very popular speed run game. But uh, yes, Celeste, definitely a game you should check out if you haven't. Um, I think it's 20 bucks. probably goes on sale a whole bunch. It's on every console imaginable. Uh, give it a look. There you go. Sounds I think um, I'm trying to think if that was a Game Pass thing at one point or another. It was. It was. For it sure. was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's on Game Pass right now, though. Yeah, but it's it's at least I know on Steam it goes on sale pretty regularly. So, yep. And it's a it, it's a very hard game. You know, I think the first time I played, I died like 700 times, but I, it's not bad. Like I said, it goes so quick. Even if you're not a platformer, you're going to. You almost feel like the achievement along with Madeline as you're playing. Nice. So let's check it out, folks. That it will in the indie spotlight and bring us to final thoughts. We want to give one last thought or point that we want to make. It can be related or completely unrelated to this level or any level of the podcast. So uh, final thoughts. Who would like to give their final thoughts first? I'll go. Okay. All right, so in many, 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 many friend groups, a lot of people, friend to friend, like to talk crap to each other, give each other a hard time, you know, this and that and the other. But as friends, every, at least, you know, once in a while, show them that you care. You know, say I love you or give, you, give them a hug or, you know, buy their favorite candy. Just do something a little bit on the nice side. And then, you know, start talking crap to each other again. Because at that point, what's the difference than a bully being mean to you? Just because you're, you know, just because you're friends. Like, you, you, 
you got to have a good side every once in a while. That's my final thought. Okay, you want me to go next, Jeremy? Sure. That was that was really nicely said, David. Yeah. Um, okay, so I had like five different final thoughts. I didn't know what to go with. So I'm going to go with this one here. Um, I joined a volleyball league. I watched an anime haiku on volleyball, and it got me wanting to play volleyball. I've never played volleyball before, maybe a couple times at like family parties. But uh, yeah, I'm in a sand volleyball league now, and we suck. But it's a lot of fun, and it's something that I never thought I would do. But um, I guess I'm just saying, if you find yourself interested in something, try to explore it because who knows? It might end up being a really, really fun hobby, and it's intense, and it's tiring, and it's tough, and I'm learning. But, man, that the learning, I think, is the fun part because, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just so exciting to see yourself go from pathetic to slightly less pathetic, and hopefully right. by the end of the season – even less pathetic than that. We're 0-6 right now. That's okay, because we're having fun, and that's what it's all about. So, Right. It's your first time there. It's all about the learning at this point. Yeah, and it's been a blast. It really has been. That's good. There's nowhere to go but up. That's right. Exactly. Yep, yep. Um, my final thought is that I've been recently watching these restoration and forging channels on YouTube, I recently watched a guy take an old rusty chain link and turn it into a katana. And then I watched another guy take, um, I believe it was some kind of uh, wrench and turn it into a kanto, a Japanese kanto, a little sword. So that's been cool. Just been watching these guys take old, forgotten, useless things and turn them into new things of which can be very useful and very formidable. And I think that's a metaphor uh, <laughs> for something. Uh, so there you go. That uh, is a, yeah, how like sentimental that. we all just got right there, all three of right? us. That was nice. Um, and speaking of YouTube videos, have you ever seen those two kids building pools? Two kids building pools. L- yeah, like they're, they, like, they, don't, they don't have shoes. I've seen the guy with the stick. And like they have I, sticks and they like dig out a pool and they make it amazing. You oh, know? You're, talk, it's like, you're talking about the uh, the quote unquote indigenous people. Well, you said it, not me. That's not that's that's a <laughs> that's, that's a politically <laughs> correct term. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like two of them and they go around and they build houses out of cl- out of the it's clay amazing. And the yeah, and they yeah, put it's really good. In there. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh yeah, I said the indigenous. I almost said, you know, almost said the natives, but I thought that might have been politically incorrect, so I went indigenous. They're indigenous to somewhere. Everyone's indigenous to somewhere. That's the I, main. Actually, I just got my twenty three and me results back and I'm yeah. mostly British Irish. Save them for your next final thoughts, buddy. Hey, this is relevant now. <laughs> it is relevant now. Very nice. Mostly British Irish. Uh, Bryrish. Yeah. There you go. Well, that is um, it well, is for right. level 33 of the Thoughts and Players podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast service. We are on Apple and Google and Spotify and Stitcher and uh, other stuff. All that stuff. Uh, you can like and follow the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com 
forward slash thoughts and players all one word as well as on instagram at thought.players we are on youtube we are on twitter at thoughts players too and we are on tiktok thanks again everyone for tuning in and we will catch you on the next level peace